Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. What is good, my beautiful people, my beautiful ones? Welcome back to another episode of your favorite motherfucking podcast, Get the Belt, home of Melanin Magnificence, darling, and Kingdom of Belts. And my God, has it been a week, child? It's been a week. Ooh. It's, we've taken some hits this week, you know. There's been a real collective, another collective sigh, a lot of kissing of teeth. It's been a lot, but we'll get into that in Miles Measures. Um, I really had a load of belts to give and I was like, some of these need to just be in Miles Measures, but like a few of them could, could have very easily been belts, but we move. Uh, yeah, welcome back. Thank you so much again for tuning in. Um, sending you all positive vibrations and good wishes. Uh, by now, you probably would have seen um, some of the work that went into the Dancers Network Where We Now campaign, which I got booked on um, releasing some podcasts and really cool special episodes have been out. It's, a, it's called the Where We Now podcast, so you can go and listen to that on Spotify or wherever, um, hashtag where we now, uh, where I'm sitting down with many, many different people. I say many, many, six. Wow. <laughs> with, with six different um, creatives, uh, influential, successful, creative people talking all, all, all things, black culture, the black experience, uh, as a part of their week-long campaign where, called where, where Are We Now, where we just highlight Black excellence, black achievers, discuss black issues. Ish well, they're not just black issues. They're issues that white people have and that we have to deal with, um, basically. And we navigate all of those. I've, I've done a few Instagram lives. I don't know whether you would have seen on Monday uh, this week, I did the first Instagram live with Aston Marigold from JLS, uh, which was super dope, as well as Jaquel Knight. Now, you guys know how I stands for Beyonce, yeah? Oh my God. And Jaquan Knight, for those that don't know, he's that girl. He is behind all the choreo, all the tours, homecoming. Yes, he did that. 
you know, so for me to have done that conversation, which was a part of something so amazing, we discussed the representation of the of the black male, the perception, sorry, of the black male. And we really got into it. It was about 45 minutes long or an hour, sorry. And it was just it was just amazing um, to speak with not just Jaquel, but Aston as well to share his experience being a, a mixed race man things he has to deal with um as a father to to you know two kids as a straight man in and that nuance in comparison to uh Jaquel as a gay dark-skinned american guy the parallels that were drawn in the in the conversation like the experience is really a collective like it's a global thing like despite the conversations that happen about racism being, you know, really bad in the States, but not so bad here, they both had exactly the same thing to say. You know, of course, there wasn't that same fear of, you know, the police just putting out a gun. But as we've seen here in the, in, in the UK, like the police are just as violent and can have just a severe effect on a man's life and mental health. So, uh, yeah, that in collaboration with all the podcast that we've been doing, uh, we had an episode that was released on Monday with Claude Marnetto, who's also been a guest on Get the Belt. Have a listen to his episode. I think that came out last year. Shit, yeah, because that was back before COVID was a, a ting. But he came on the Where We Now podcast and discussed the, the perception of the black male as well and shared his experience. It was it was good. We're just having some really good um conversations i'll put the link in this description so you can go and check that out um there's a nice little trailer which gives you the lowdown of what what the whole series is about and names all of the guests so do keep an eye out go and subscribe to that to my new show um on acast or spotify wherever you want to listen to your podcast and share the love let me know what you think and you know share it to some people that could do with some listening or could do with some validation you know that's one of the other aims of the movement of this week and of the show is to validate all of these different voices and these experiences which some people like to say isn't true but yeah with that being said I am definitely tired it's been you know it's been busy of course for those of you that listen to this every week you would you would know that my nan is still very much you know, dying of cancer you know she's not just sick she's dying of cancer and it's been very difficult to go back and forth to from bristol to london every single week and you know be her carer whilst then coming back here recording get the belt then recording all of the shows for where are we now and then doing the instagram lives whilst trying to work you know my little side jobs and like it's just been a lot it's been a lot and then yeah but i'm getting through it you know my body is strong, in the words of my cousin, OJ, I ain't never met a weak Nigerian, and that's just not talking body, honey. We're talking mental, we're talking all the things. Um, but yeah, here we are on Get the Belt recording this, uh, ready to give you your weekly dose of Get the Beltness. <laughs> right, let's get straight into the show uh, with Word of the Week. Now, my word of the week this week comes from the learning uh, that I have 
that the learning that I've done over this past couple of weeks, but especially this week working um, with Dancers Network. And the word of the week is find your tribe. Find your tribe, yeah. Um, a tribe, you know, it's spiritual, it's energetic, it's not just bodies, it's not just a group of friends, it's not, uh, you know, a gang. It's very, it's very different. A tribe is spiritual, energetic, and my experience with working uh, with the team over at Dancers Network is... Is, is incredible. Uh, I'm not used to being... Like, I am used to being in teams, yeah, <clears throat> or casts or groups or whatnot, but just the energy that they showed me and, like, they're, the way that they work together and they've got each other's back and just... It's always from a place of love, like, and wanting the same thing. And it's just been so amazing, like when I felt like I couldn't do something, like there were words of encouragement or if I was like falling behind on something, yes, they might, they'd get me together, but in a like inspirational way, like, come on, like get this done or whatever. It just felt, it felt amazing. And I just thought, wow, like this is, this is, this is possible. Like this is very possible and achievable. Uh, and it, and it's something that I want to, I want to build. Like I want to find my tribe of course I, I'll always now whether they like it or not feel connected to them and you know when we work if we work on something again in the future like I'll definitely be you know aware of that tribe feeling that they've given me but it's something that I want to take into into my ventures you know like think things such as get the belt you know I've got the team ACAS which is dope which um they help me with certain things but you know I really want that, that I really want that 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 group that tribe sense with everything I do I and it's something I struggle with I like to do things by myself because I'm like you know if I ask this person they ain't gonna do it or it's gonna be late or I've got or they'll let me down I just don't have that trust and so stepping into this you know into this group for Dance Network and working with them they really showed me how if you do have the right type of people around you that are energetically aligned, then, wow, a tribe just makes everything better. You know, growing up, we were told it takes a tribe to raise a village, and it does. It it, it does. It doesn't take a family. It doesn't take a family to raise a child. It takes a tribe. It takes a village, yeah? Because family could just, just be wayward. But you got you a tribe. Honey, it's getting sorted out, okay? And, yeah, I just think people that might live in a similar way to me like super duper independent which has got its benefits but definitely has its downfalls um definitely try and find your tribe like take stock of the people that you've got around you uh how they make you feel and how they work and how they operate and try and really like focus on building that sense of tribeship with them and and, and and understand it and see it for yourself so that you can engage with it correctly because it doesn't have to just be us us by ourselves me myself and I all the time and 
just because you've had experiences with people where it hasn't worked out or it's been to your detriment, it doesn't necessarily mean that it always has to now just be you because there are people out there that will think like you, have your best interests. So, yeah, it's, it's difficult because, like I said, super independent, trust issues, but this experience has shown me that it's so possible. So I hope that you guys can use this week to find yours and like look at the people you've got around you and like solidify it and like utilize it and see it because maybe you've got it around you but you just you're not aware so the times when you do feel like oh i've got no one or whatever whatever actually sit down take a minute and also using the the word of the week from Aisha, who is also a member of this tribe uh, from Dancers Network, she gave us a word of the week last week and said, breathe. Like, take a minute, breathe, use that word of the week, and then use this week's word of the week to find your tribe. But yeah, that is this week's word of the week. So, guys, it is now time for Melanin Magnificence. Okay, so my Melanin Magnificence goes out to that same tribe that I was just talking about. So my Melanin Magnificence this week goes out to Alicia Williams, Kieran Daly Ward, and, yes, and three, there's three Melanin Magnificence. This is my motherfucking show. I can do what I want. It doesn't have to be one. I make the goddamn rules, motherfucker. <laughs> and the third Melanin Magnificence this week goes out to Aisha Greed. Now, these three people I'm giving uh, Melanin Magnificence to because of not just how they've made me feel so welcome and being a tribe, but for the sheer fact that they are the brains behind this amazing movement, the first of its kind here in the UK, the, we, the Where Are We Now movement. They single-handedly came up with the idea have executed it and are currently executing it this week every day um and they're doing it they ain't getting paid it's not for clout you know it's not because it's trending it's if anything one of the reasons why if you listen back to the other to last week's episode uh they were saying you know these conversations happened and then it all went quiet again and so they're, they're doing it just, again, to, to raise awareness for their communities, for, 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 the, for, for us as a, as a black, you know, pe- people. Um, yeah, they've just done so much. They've put so much of their heart, soul, time, energy into creating this event, which is just going to hopefully benefit so many people. And it has done already, like even on that Instagram live that, you know, they, they set up. We had listeners from around the world and like in the comments, people relating to it. They felt validated. They felt heard and they felt seen. And this energy and this feeling that these three young black people have gifted or enabled people all over the world to feel is incredible. You know, they really use their initiative into bringing in black businesses. They took me on. You know, they've contacted so many different people to come on and use their platform. They're raising money for Black Minds Matter UK. They're really just out here doing bits. They're working around the clock. 
Um, Alicia Williams, bless her socks. Like she's out in Canada right now whilst doing all of this. There's been times where I've messaged or someone in the group messages or emails and she's on it, be it 2 a.m., 5 a.m. Oh, same as Kieran. Kieran, I've been on the phone to him before. It's been 3 a.m. and he's worked until 5, 6 a.m. trying to make sure that everything is good so that this moment and this week can be the best it can be all so that the the experience of us as black people can be improved or highlighted further furthermore and i just think wow you know like i know as a creative and as an entrepreneur how difficult it can be and to do just one episode a week. And these people are, are doing Instagram lives several times a day. They've done videos. They've got, um, you know, the Where Are We Now podcast that they've um, got me on board to do. All, like, the artwork, the images they put. Like, they're just doing so much amazing stuff. And I find it inspiring. It makes me feel like, yes, now let me get back on my mic and get the belt. And, like, talk the things because of other black people like this. I just I just commend them. I respect them so much. I just think they're fucking great. So yeah, this week's Melanin Magnificence goes out to those three kings and queens. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Right, so let's just get straight into the, the bullshit. Um, not just the bullshit, just the shenanigans of the week, <laughs> I guess. There's a lot of bullshit there. Like I said at the beginning, I had a plethora of belts that I could have give, that I could have gave. Don't come for me, grammar police. I'm tired. But yeah, it is now time for the pop the pop culture segment. It's time for Miles Megas. So this week, ugh. let's start. Let's start light. Let's start light, light, light. So Lil Nas X performed on SNL Saturday Night Live, and it was a performance that made history uh, to see you know a dark skinned black gay man performing 
as such and not just as such in terms of you know being himself because some people are like oh but we've seen black gay men perform yeah we've seen some black gay men perform but they they you know they're very much not not that it's bad but like very much either straight acting or they're singing a song and still saying i love her and it's like girl we know that you be <laughs> sucking dicks okay like it's okay <laughs> it's okay um but nas very much stepped onto that damn stage looking like a you know a black gay man a, a very strong presence in the lgbtq community he had you know the leather tight the leather tight tight trousers a top that he needn't have wore because i mean it ain't cover shit other than his arms but needless to say he looked fire he looked amazing you know the nails was did the cream was very much the the body was very much lotioned you know skin was glistening underneath those snl lights and um he just looked gay as fuck and black as fuck and love and i loved it the dancers looked incredible they were in these do rags giving giving us negro vibes like very much black and proud but also in the same tight ass trousers and some of them even looked like they was in jock straps but like like they had the trousers, but I felt like the booty was cut. Like not all out, all out, because they, they had to keep it a little piece PG. But like the top, it looked like the butt crack was out, but I can't remember. A little bit of story to the to the dancers on that performance. I read that they had to actually switch out the dancers like the day before because they'd been on a flight to go and perform. They'd been rehearsing with the original dancers for the performance for like two weeks. And then boom, Miss Rona. One of them or two of them tested positive. They all had to isolate. It was a madness. The choreographer had to teach these new boys, you know, the routine the night before. And they still, they slayed. Like, I wouldn't have never guessed that, like, watching that. So, also, props to those dancers for, like, really slaying their, you know, their talents and their, just getting their lives and just living their best life. Like, learning the choreo the day before. And then performing it in front of the world. Because the world were very much watching. So props to them. Um, but yeah, he made history with his performance. Loved it. Uh, loved that about... I loved that about the performance. That he made history with it. However, comma. And we will get into his wardrobe malfunction in just a little piece. Because <laughs> don't think I ain't noticed that. We all noticed it. But we'll get into that afterwards. One thing I do have to say about this performance here is if you're going to have choreography, my guy, girl, yeah, like, slay it. It was very marked for me. Marked, for those of you that don't know, when, you, when you're a, a dancer, you can mark steps, like you can mark the choreo, like you don't do it for like, you're not, you're just like trying to, you're just doing it small, small. He was marking. It looked like he was marking. Like he was not going full out. And I was just like, is he like, is he tired? Is this a choice? Like, is this a choice, Maggie? But I really don't think it was because the dancers were going full out. They was really breaking off their necks on that bitch. Whereas he was very much, you know, lazy with it. I'm sorry I said it. I said it. He was very, to me, he was very lazy with it. And I... I would have just rather you just prance up and down the stage, you know, looking great, 
rather than give me half-assed choreo. That's just me. Like I said, I'm a big Beyonce fan. So if, when she out here doing single ladies or or whatever kind of choreography she's doing, she goes full the fuck out. That, that, her neck is getting ragged off twice more than her backing dancers. Whereas Lil Nas was very much giving me, you know, an underwhelming uh, execution of the choreography. Um, with that being said, he also went... Like he was in the mid song, like it came down to the breakdown, like where he was going to do a break dance or, you know, give us a little piece on that pole. And he started off all right. He handed, you know, he handed off his mic to one of the dancers and said, Here you go. I'm about to kill this choreography. Let me get on this pole. I was, re I was reserving my energy throughout this whole number so I could do, do, so I could really do my moment now. And then, and then the malfunction happened. I mean, he dropped it low, picked it back up, and then went to drop it again. And then you literally see him look down at his trousers. He, like, made this gasping face and was like, oh, oh. And then for the rest of the thing was very much giving me Nicki Minaj MTV Awards when her titties came out and was just holding his crutch. He continued to perform and obviously, like, like performing and was very much, you know, in the song. With his, but obviously had to keep his hand in between his crotch because otherwise I feel like his dick would have just been out here, just been very much out here, which I'm sure, and I've seen some of the comments that people were would have preferred. Um, but it was all right for those that probably were like in the live audience, if they've even got live audiences, I don't know. It might not have been that noticeable, but because I watched it on TV or on online, you could see he was really like, oh, like you saw his reaction. And that for me as a performer, as a life performer, I know that that's not the way. Like that's not that's not the move. As soon as you now display that you know you fucked up, everyone's going to know you fucked up. I would not have noticed that the trousers split. And because of the kind of choreo it was, like at one point, like the dancers, like the set choreo was actually just holding your crotch and like being, giving real trade vibes. But he let us know. And then at the end of the performance, he kind of like rolled his eyes and whatever. But yeah, I just think Channel Beyonce, when that happens, my bitch fell down a load of stairs and didn't even roll her eyes. It was nothing. She just got back up, went even harder, was shaking that ponytail when she was singing Ring the Alarm. But you you looked down, you saw it, you you reacted, you were shocked, you continued and then rolled your eyes at the end of the performance. I mean, we're all human, but I, I guess maybe next time don't. Um, but yeah, very much here for the, that kind of performance, just serving black gayness, making all the homophobes quiver in their boots, making all the racists just their blood was boiling. And I was very much here for that. So we also have another LGBTQ, specifically here, gay, um, openly gay male superhero. Uh, Miles Measures is really quite LGBTQ this week, I've noticed. <laughs> but yeah, so um, it's for a series, I think. No, 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 a film called Eternals. Now, it's directed by Academy Award-winning director Chloe Zhao. Uh, Eternals, it basically takes place in thousands of years as it 
follows a group of immortal beings who have shaped the fate of humanity and civilization. So for more than 7,000 years, they've quietly existed in the background. But following the events of Avengers Endgame, they reunite to protect humanity from their threatening counterparts, the Deviants. Now, Brian Terry Henry stars as Fastos, who will be the um, Marvel Cinematic Universe's first openly gay male superhero. And he will be joined by Haz Slayman, who will be playing his on-screen hubby-wubby. I like how they said it, on-screen. Letting you know that it's not off-screen mm -hmm. yet. But um, <laughs> I'm here for that. Like, you know, I'm here for that. I want to see it. And you, like, especially because I've been having these conversations with uh, the Where We Now podcast or on the Where We Now podcast regarding representation, specifically about race. Um, representation is also needed in the fictional situations. Like on the episode I, I had uh, on Monday with Claude Marnetto, when we were discussing the perception of the black male, like he spoke about, you know, I didn't see myself and in things on TV and like even recently... We when um, what's his name Idris Elba was rumored to being 007. People were still in like like uproar like oh my god no he needs to be this and like that's a fictional character and it's like nah we can still see us in fictional characters like you can do whatever so I'm just like so happy that these things I mean it's late it's it's very late to be 2021 and we're only now just having a gay superhero. But, like, it's just so good that these, the children coming up, and even us now, just to be able to see more of us places, that visibility is so key and, and, and needed. Um, so I'm excited for that. I will be watching that. And cinemas are open again. Woohoo, woohoo, woohoo. Um, again, another gay piece of, piece of measuring up that I'll be doing now. So UK Black Pride have got an action plan uh, and they've got a survey which is called the We Will Be Heard. And the We Will Be Heard survey, survey marks a turning point for the community in the United Kingdom. Uh, for too long, we have not seen ourselves in the data shared with policymakers. Too long have we had to fight to be heard and no more. This is from the mouth of Lady Phil. Handa Bibi Ashata. Um, so basically, uh, the findings from that survey will directly inform the first UK Black Pride Community Action Plan, which will allow them to allocate funds to people in our community who most need it and have largely until now been overlooked and ignored. Um, guys, go take the survey. It don't take too long. I did it myself. Very much here for it. And yes, there's not much I have to say other than well done UK Black Pride for continuing to do so much for the community. Like they don't just do UK Black Pride, have a little shubs in the park and, and that's it. See you next year. Collect the check and bounce. It's very much an ongoing process. It's very much a, a movement led by some extraordinary people. Like I mentioned before, Lady Phil, like just out here really doing bits. Like she was out here... She, she's just amazing. She's amazing. Um, she's even been Melanin Magnificence before. So 
How about that? But yes, if you can, if you're a member of the LGBTQ DL plus community, please take part in that important survey. In other news, uh, this is last week, I think, Mel B shared her story about domestic abuse uh, that she received from her, allegedly received from her uh, ex-husband. She is sharing this via a film that is being released. I think it's a short film, which is quite graphic. I've seen clips. Uh, She's been doing the rounds on, like, Good Morning Britain and all of them things there, talking about it. Um... Yeah, this film allegedly details the abuse that she received from her ex-husband, Stefan Belafont. Uh, He's denied and accused her of being on cocaine at the time. Messy, baby. You got so messy, homie. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it comes as Mel has also claimed that she attempted to leave her marriage to ex-husband uh, for a decade. Uh, the singer previously accused her ex of emotional and physical physical abuse, which he also denies. And the formal the formal the former couple divorced in 2017, with Mel revealing last year that she now suffers from post traumatic stress disorder. Um, I'll watch the film when it comes out. Um. I think it's amazing what she's doing in terms of, you know, raising awareness. And it's very brave. If if this did happen to her, if it did, because you, there, there are always two sides. There are always two sides. But if this did happen to her, then I completely applaud her bravery for doing this and sharing a light on it. And I hope that she is getting all the help that she needs uh, to, you know, cope with what she's going through now. Um... Oh, Michaela Cole. Michaela Cole, Michaela Cole, Michaela Cole. Isn't she just a baby girl? I just love her. I just really, really do. So she has a treat coming for us. Can you guess what it is? Can you guess what it is? It's not a film. It's not. No, I'm not going to be in, in one of her movies. No, no. I know it is not I May Destroy You Part 2. No, no, no. It's a book. Yeah, so our girl has been out here writing. She has been writing. So her book is titled Misfits, and it is basically a pers- a, a personal manifesto. Um, so I'm going to be buying that, of course, because, you know, it's a poor black business, and she's a G. Um, it basically discusses the relationship that we have as individuals to power, you know, um, I don't think it's really a self-help book, but it definitely is, you know, motivational and things of that nature. And it'd be really great to get a deeper insight to like her experiences. And I feel like there's so much to be learned from her because she really is just a baby girl. She is melanin magnificent. She's just super duper talented. So I will most definitely be purchasing purchasing that book. Oh my god, that's two books now that I've spoken about on Get the Belt that um I'm gonna be buying by black authors. Um, what else, what else, what else? Oh, okay. So, apparently, Jenny is back on the block, and she is back on Ben Affleck. So, they called off their marriage in 2004, and for the first time since then, they've actually been spotted out together. 
in Miami doing nice things, you know, walking really close, smiling, laughing, and doing all of those things that love looks like. Don't ask, I don't know, I don't, I don't know how that feels. Um, well, I do know how it feels, but it's been a minute. But anyway, this is not about me. Um, so, yes, uh, there are many, many rumors now circulating regarding the pair reuniting their flames. Um, and sources have said that they are just enjoying their time together as a couple. I don't know what that means. Like, is they fucking or not? Is Ben back a flicking that pussy? You know, like, is it? What is it? Is it just like, what is this? Um... Sure, they've been they've both been on many different romantic ventures romantic ventures since splitting up but really i always liked her and p diddy that was very much it for me like that's what I, one thing i really remember like growing up in the millennium you know it was an exciting time we all thought the world was gonna end the computers was all gonna crash and it was very much what was that single she brought out around the millennium waiting for tonight Oh, Ooh, whoa, waiting for tonight. Oh, I've dreamed of this love so long. That song was very much it. And I feel like shortly after then, it was like P. Diddy, you know, th that green dress that she wore. I liked that era. That era takes me right back. I liked her with him. Like She's been with so many motherfuckers since then. How many, how many rings, bitch, have you had? Six rings. <laughs> Six rings. No, Ariana. <laughs> um, but yes. We'll see. We'll see. It will, it all will reveal itself in the end. Um, okay, so Emanike, friend to the show, previous guest of the show, friend of mine, has made it to the blogs because apparently there was a comment that was made about his body or something. He posted something and then he like, responded by posting a like topless picture of him in his bathroom just looking cute um essentially just promoting body positivity and he was just there i think he like was covering one part of his like torso and then was just like cute little mirror selfie in the bathroom i ain't, i saw it and i double tapped you know said yes friend and kept it moving but i didn't realize that that is now a big thing and like people are saying oh he's trying to jump on the lizzo train and do this and do that and I really just didn't. See. I just thought cute pick and kept it moving. But yeah, I think leave him alone. <laughs> if like if he wants to post a picture, like let the motherfucker pay, post it. Like why is it then your business? Like there is way more like pressing things happening in the world right now. Like it's, mm, people is bored. People is bored. And yes. How about mind your business? What else are we going to be talking about and discussing today? Hmm. No, no. Discuss that. Um, ah. Okay, so that was going to be a belt, but... Nah, I'm going to make that be the belt. Okay, um, this could very much be a belt as well, but I'm not going to give it a belt so basically diane abbott went on to lb yeah lbc uh radio uh they recorded it, it looks like a tv show but whatever so 
a man, the presenter on LBC by the name of Ian Dale, basically accused Diane Abbott over a tweet regarding the shooter, the shooting, sorry, of the black activist Sasha Johnson. Sasha Johnson is a activist um, regarding the Black Lives Matter movement. She's also a part of the TTIP um, party. Uh, which is the Taking the Initiative Party. Um, and basically, he... The, let me read you the tweet that Dan posted. It's a picture of a Black Lives Matter protest and then a picture of Sasser Johnson. Uh, Dan said, Black activist Sasser Johnson in hospital in critical condition after sustaining a gunshot wound to the head. Nobody should have to potentially pay with their life because they stood up for racial injustice. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Ian decided to say that she was inflaming racial divides and causing racial divides. Houseway. Ian, how? Where in your unseasoned mind did you did you do two plus two and come to seventy five? It doesn't make sense. And she handled it so well, and she was just like, "It is not fair, and it doesn't help anyone." That any time someone of color speaks about something to do with race, you say that that is now causing a divide. No, it's not. It's highlighting an issue. It's 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 regressive for you to say anything like that. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. She never said, oh, I hate white people or anything that incited any kind of divide. She literally just said, and she, she openly said, you know, we don't know if this was related to her being an a, an activist, and you know what, the police are actually looking looking into it, and they 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 th- they think it's um it was that she was shot by accident. I'm going to actually speak about this in my belt, um, but basically Dan Abbott was just like, don't try it, don't fucking try it. At the end of the day, you know, being black and speaking up about racial injustices hasn't ever gotten anyone anywhere fast. Period. Period. You know, even me, like I, I know that, you know, in creating Get the Belt and speaking about the things I speak about, uh, putting out on my Instagram or not so much Twitter because I'm not really good at Twitter, but like putting out things on my Instagram about things about race. I know that that is not, that's made many doors close for me and people will see it as, as problematic. Even even some black people have been like, oh, I don't know if I can come on this show. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Like, it doesn't get you anywhere fast. It doesn't. So stop trying to... If anything, it's Ian Dale causing a divide by saying that. Do you know what I mean? Like, you should be able to call out or even think that something is racist without some or or yeah to you should be able to as a black person or to be able to say you know this looks racist without someone going you're trying to cause a divide now if someone generally thinks that and they've got a lot of evidence which you know proves essentially that when you're speaking up for race or speaking up about racism that bad things happen, which it does. How on earth does that now mean that you're trying to create a divide? It doesn't make sense. 
it's redundant it's 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 just it's just foolish it's foolish but um that happened she handled it absolutely excellently i am tired of people coming for black women i'm tired of people coming for black people speaking up the things for voicing their honest opinions and being tarnished and having to be you know dragged through the mud for it it's like fuck off fuck off like what the fuck like racial divide who is you that is doing is you that is causing a racial divide allow me to speak my truth because it's based on facts you know without you trying to now twist the narrative and trying to silence me fuck that fuck but that being said it's time for get the belt Okay, so listen up. Yeah, I've got two belts to give this week. My first belt goes to the stupid idiots who shot Miss Johnson. Now, from what I've read and I've seen, uh, Miss Johnson, like who I said before, was a, or is, a Sasha Johnson is a Black Lives Matter activist. She's also part of the... Um, TTIP party and she was at, um, at a gathering at a party minding her business when a open fire just happened to the people in in the place and she unfortunately was hit in the head was in critical condition um, and had to have some severe operations and apparently she's now like safe and stable and she's with her family so my thought goes out to them, and I hope she gets a speedy recovery. It's just, it's just madness. But my belt, yeah, goes out to the people that did that. Now, fam, I've read that people close to Sasha have said she was not the main target. We don't think it's anything to do with that, and the police also suspect it's something to do with, with, with like a gang, like, and they, this gang was under the impression that um, a rival gang person was at this event or this gathering. So they just thought, let's just go and shoot up the ting. When is the idiocracy going to end? Like, what the fuck? Like, she is a mother. She is an innocent bystander. We thank God no no one else was hurt or, or, or worse killed. But it's like, how the hell can you just open fire without, with, without knowing, like, I'm not even saying that they should have just shot the, per like, don't shoot people, like, stop killing. That's, like, even that, even just that, like, stop killing people, period. Like, grow the fuck up. And it was probably over some nonsense anyway. Like, over some nonsense. But the fact that you're, you're out here just opening fire on a group of people at a party. People are just trying to enjoy themselves and you're opening fire. Potentially could have killed everyone. It's fucking madness. It's madness. There's already so much going on within, you know, our community. We, why, why incite more violence? Over dumbass shit. Dumbass shit. So any any 
the people that are responsible for that get my first belt this week. My second belt goes out to the White Walker, Shana Walker. Now, I don't know whether you saw this on social media. A video went viral of this young lady looking, I think, she doesn't even look too drunk, you know, but she's definitely got energy in this video. And she, I think she's been either kicked out of somewhere and there's this black security guard just doing his job and is keeping her out and, you know, he's not using any force she's just trying to get in somewhere and she's like, oh, let me just, let me just come in. And he's like, just like, no, stay here, stay here, whatever. Um, as he turns around, because he's under the impression that, okay, the situation's been resolved, she's going to go. He turns around. This woman, this gargoyle, pushes him once he's turned his back and then walks off and proceeds with, with such a, with such ease to shout out and call him a nigger cunt. Yeah, in front of everyone. She turns around and then spits at him as well. There is not a belt large enough for a prick like you. It highlights more so, you know, the fact that there is still people out here with such hate in them that they can use these kind of words and feel no way. Like when I say the word nigger rolled off of her tongue with such an ease, like she like she be saying it every day. Yeah, we still have people out here saying, oh, racism isn't as bad in the UK as it is in, in, in America. Oh, that doesn't exist here. Da, da, da. Well, look at this then. Look at this. And she's not even, oh, you, you know, we get people that say, oh, it's the older generation though, isn't it? It's not really us. This girl is young. This girl looks like she's in her, like, maybe late 20s, mid 20s. She is a young girl out here just calling this man a nigger. After, after assaulting him whilst he was just trying to do his job. Just trying to do his job. Nigger. What century are you in, bitch? Because the beating that I've got for you, yeah, will send you right back to that century where, where you can where you, where you can go and do that. Not in 2021, babes. It's no. What to add to it? She she posted what was meant to be an apology, where she where she was saying things like, "Oh, I am not racist. I've work. I've got black colleagues, and I've dated a few black guys." Bitch, are you dumb? Are you dumb? What? I've got black colleagues. So that doesn't make me racist. The the the. Why did? You... And this is what we have to deal with. This is what we have to deal with all the time. Like all these people that say that they're not racist, the ones that are quick to say, "Oh, I've got black friends. I've got black friends." You got black friends, yet you're still able to be out in these streets and hurl abuse and call a black man a nigger with your black friends. Do your black friends do you say that in front of them? Are they do you call them nigger when you get a little bit pissed off? What's a hmm. That was horrible to see. That was very horrible to see. Um, yeah. 
she's an idiot. She's stupid. And I hope you get, I hope you get what's coming for you. I really do hope. And I hope that goes viral too. I really want to see that. Apparently she's been arrested now. We thank God. She's been arrested. And, and I, want, I want you to go to prison, babes. I don't want you doing no fucking community service. I don't want nothing. I want you to get sacked from your job. I want everyone to, 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 to know what you're really like. And I want you to go to prison. And I hope they put you in a, in a prison cell with a black girl. Mm. And I hope that black girl knows what you did. I really do. Because then you will learn. Then you will really learn about I'm not racist. I've got black friends. And I thought, I don't care how many black dicks you sat on. You could still very much be a racist hoe. Half of the time, it'd be the ones that only date black men that have racist motherfuckers down to the core. That in itself is a whole other issue. That black fetishism. Mm. Yeah. That in itself, bitch, is very much aligned with racism. Okay? But you got black friends. You got black friends. Are you out here in these streets with your chest calling a man a nigger? Also, what disturbed me was the fact that no one around, white, and I saw an Asian guy in the back, no one was quick to, to, to batter up or say, what's your math? And this is, what this they all get a belt as well. And I'm sick and tired of people out here saying that they allies. And I bet every single one of them bystanders posted a black square last summer, bitch. I bet they did. Posted up, and I bet they all sent texts to their friends when they saw the death of George Floyd on 25th of my of um May 2020. I bet all of them texts they they they, they black friends. Oh, I'm thinking of you. Why are you thinking about me, bro? You should be thinking about me when you're standing outside of a club and you see another white bitch calling a brother a nigger. What are you doing there now? What does what's that black post do now? Nothing. It aggravates me. It really aggravates me. Not just her, but the people around that didn't do anything. Wow. Because had that black man had given you what I what I think you deserved, it would have been him in the in the in the back of a van as well. And then if he then was to loud up and not even touch her yet, and I'm not condoning violence, I don't think he should have, and I'm very glad he didn't. But if he would have even piped up to her and cussed out a pussy clout, I bet people then would have been like, oh my god this black man he looks really aggressive oh my god he's getting loud then the bystanders probably would have got involved that's what it would take that's when it's it's fucked up it's fucked up so yeah that stupid bitch i hope she gets sentenced to prison like i said i hope she goes and shares her cell with a black girl that will show her the what and the what okay that is my belt this week we have come to the end of another episode of this here show <laughs> thank you so much again for listening um once again i'm sorry i've not been able to do questions because time 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 it's very mad right now um but i'm still very much dedicated to getting the show out because because i feel like i need to and i'm proud of it and i want to I want to speak about these things that I speak about. I want to give the belt to these pricks. I want to raise up the ting, raise the volume on these issues that we face. I want to speak about the melanin magnificence. I want to, I want to talk about it, but you know what? The questions are they're going to have to wait, but soon come, soon come. I need to breathe. I need to just take a minute, take a minute, but thank you so much for tuning in. Really appreciate, appreciate all the shares, 
um, and just and the love that you give me and the show, uh, I really do. Uh, make sure you're tuning in for the rest of the week to the Where Are We Now podcast. Um, there's a link in the bio there to donate to Black Minds Matter UK. It's going to be a fun time. Um, I'm on Instagram Lives every night for the rest of the week until Sunday with some amazing, amazing guests. So make sure you stay tuned for that. And yeah, I feel like that is it for this week. It is. Wicked. Well, thank you again. I hope you had a good time. And yeah, I will see you guys next week. You have been listening to the show, which is home of Melanin Magnificence and the Kingdom of Belts. Yes, God, you've been listening to Mars Heart on Get the Belt. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.